All right, all right, here we are yet again with another episode of English and Coffee. It's your wonderful host, Demion. Today I'm sitting at uh, Speedway, one of the main locations off of the highway. Um, a little interesting over here. I thought it would be interesting, but I didn't think it would be this interesting. I had planned to get over here a little earlier. But now that I'm out here and it's just about 10 o'clock, uh, the riffraff has started to move around. So I'll be talking a little bit about that and trying to get into the topic that I was going to talk about today. I still might. Just trying to process everything that just happened there with that little situation. But we're sipping on some blueberry cream coffee. Um, never had that before. It's got the little blueberry uh, flavor to it. I got a tall boy. We're sitting here dealing with 20 ounces. And we picked up some... Um, it's piping hot. You'll have to excuse me. It's piping hot. Um, we're out here, what, 50-something 50, 50 degrees uh, piping hot cup of coffee, two peanut butter cookies with chunks of, I guess, peanut butter in there? What does it say? It says the ultimate peanut butter cookie. But it's got chunk, big chunks of something in here. I don't know. Maybe it's, oh, big chunks of peanuts. I guess that would make sense, right? A peanut butter cookie with peanuts. So we got two of them. So we have a little something to chew on. It was um, $1.29 for one. Or two for two dollars. So that's what we're working with. We're going to um, sweeten this up. You know, sit back and enjoy our Saturday evening. Well, my Saturday evening, your Sunday evening, Monday evening. It's all the same when we're listening. When we're conversing. We're all on one level. So, we get this peanut butter out of my mouth. I should have thought about that. Don't record a podcast with peanut butter in your mouth, but this is where we're at. This is what we're doing. So we're going to enjoy it. Let's take a sip and wash that down. Oh, yeah. All right. Let's get into it. All right. So we're just going to go ahead and start off with the situation that just occurred because that's what's fresh on the mind. Um, so as I told you, I went in there to the Speedway off the highway, late night hours here, you know, it's about 10 o'clock, a little busier location, different than the normal, go in there, you know, minimal contact, keeping it easy, just trying to skate through, unnoticed, except for the cashier, you know, because you do have to pay for your purchase, get to the register, got one person behind me, okay, no big deal, he got himself a coffee too, how convenient, right, but, I sit there, I ring up my little order, look at the thing, total comes to what, $2 and some change or whatever, $3 and some change, you know, the coffee and the two cookies. I go ahead, stick my little card in, key my little number, boom, 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 tell the guy, thanks, turn around, lady standing at the door. I'm talking not even eight feet from me, lady standing at the door. I'm like, get her to walk past it, and she starts with the, excuse me, sir, all humble and stuff, right? Now, I'm not on here slamming anybody, but here's the thing. You guys know how I am about these things. So I'm at the register, just pulled out my money, you know, my card to get, you know, to pay for my purchase. I turn around now eight feet from the register and you in my face talk about, excuse me, sir. Can I just, I said, I don't have any money right then, like automatic, didn't even think about it. It happened so quick, you know, I was like, okay, what is an automatic response? I don't have any money. And I just blew past her. She was like, okay, now. She had something else to ask. She would have said, I wasn't going to ask for any money, blah, 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 blah. No. 
So she already knew. But the thing is, you sat there and watched me ring up my purchase. You wait for me to ring up my purchase, and then you want to ask. So it's panhandling. We got out here in America, we have some panhandlers. They come out to the gas stations, and they hang around. They see you go in there and buy whatever you buy, and then they ask you for money in the store. She was literally in the store. They're not supposed to be begging for money in the store, but she's begging for money in the store. Now, you out here at 10 o'clock at night, what are you doing out here? You know, most of them, not going to say what most of them do, but what a lot of them do is they, you know, trade favors and, you know, stuff for money, you know, but that's not what I'm about because a lot of trucks, they come out here, the little truckers or whatever, so they might come through, stop, you know, and these little girls out here trying to make them some money, but it was an older lady. I mean, she was probably about 53 years old. You asking me, can you ask me a question? No, hell no. Ask the, ask the store attendant, like, you know. That's that's rude. That's that's the whole thing with the whole panhandling. I'm like, all right, take donations. If you need donations, get donations. Get help. Get real help. There's plenty of places out here that provide people with tools. Salvation Army, Habitat for Humanity. I mean, they're building freaking houses for people. You know, clothes, food pantries, all this type of stuff, all these free resources. But for you to sit here and wait for somebody to bring up their freaking purchase and then you want to ask them for some money? That's, that takes some gall. It takes some real gall. You know what I mean? It's a certain type of person. It's a certain type of situation. I mean, it could get real ugly. You know, because some people aren't asking. Some people are trying to take. It could get. It could go that way. If people, that's what they want to do. Then that's what they can do. That's what they can get into. You know. Then you got to do what you got to do. You know. But is five, ten dollars really worth all that? You know. But if that's the route they want to go. But don't approach anybody at the freaking register. Do not do that. I guess she's lucky I'm one of the good ones. I mean, that just said, no, I don't have any money and left. Stop her right there. Heard it before. I was at the same gas station a while back. I don't know if I told you all about the story. Pulled up, same gas station, about the same hours, late at night. And this guy sees me going into the store, right? Gives me this whole freaking sob story about, yeah, man, I'm on this truck and they sent me out here and blah, blah, blah. And they didn't give me no money. And I got to sit here overnight till the morning, blah, and I don't have nothing to eat. I said, all right, man, can't help you. So I go in the store. I get my whatever, whatever. Come out. He's still sitting there. So I say, here, man, I gave him a honey bun. Because I forgot about him when I went in the store. But I bought a honey bun and I saw him sitting there. And I'm like, I remembered his little story. I gave him a honey bun. I said, you know what? A honey bun isn't going to kill me. and ain't going to make or break me. It's not going to save his life. But it's something. Um, I heard his story. Sat there, listened to it. I was entertained for a minute. You know. But I mean, if you got a whole truck with a warmer. And you out here in company business. You mean to tell me you don't have five cents in your pocket? How the heck are you out here working, man? You know what I mean? I'm not slamming nobody. Do what you got to do. Sometimes it gets hard. Shoot, I may end up in hard times at some point, tough times. But you don't come to nobody when they're freaking spending money. You don't stand outside of the grocery store. You don't stand outside of the gas station. You don't stand in the restaurant. You know, you sit. You better off standing. Like I guess that's why those other people that stand on the side of the road with the freaking signs. You know, da 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 da. Knowing good well what they're gonna do with the money. But I mean. I know you got to do what you got to do, and I know life gets challenging, but with so many resources out here, 
See, now, what I guess I could start doing, I mean, I've talked about it before, is just carrying a list of resources. Next time somebody comes and asks for something, I'll just give them a list of resources. Say, here, here's 25 places that you can go and get help. That's it. Now, it's different if somebody's like, hey, can you give me a jump? Need a jump on my car. You know, the car won't start, something like that. Or I'm trying to change a flat tire or something else. But when you're asking for a gas station, a lot of people here in America, they like to ride around the gas station, literally drive around the gas station and ask people for gas money to fill up their car. They'll tell you some story. I came all the way down here from Jacksonville and I, don't, I only got $3 and I got to get back. You mean you left Jacksonville with only $3 in your pocket? You know, you traveled 90 miles with $3 in your pocket? For what? Should have stayed where you were. You know, it's the story. It's the same story. And sometimes they'll walk up and tell you the same story that the other person just did. I mean, it gets under your skin a little bit. It gets under your skin. I'm not that guy. You know, I'm not trying to be Mr. Rude, Mr. Crude. But I'm just like, these little panhandlers and little uh, shysters or whatever. Sometimes they just really, they really take it there. So, but after all that. Well, you know what we're going to do? We're going to take a break, and then we'll, then we'll switch gears, because I know that one was a little passion, a little, a little heated. I'm going to go ahead and crack open this second uh, peanut butter cookie on you, though. Uh, I'm sure you won't mind. Let you hear the, hear, the, hear the package, hear the crispiness. So we've got this big peanut butter cookie, and somebody's got their high beams right on me, because they're retarded. But that's what people do at this gas station. They're nosing. They're begging for money, and they probably don't have to worry about me coming out here again, just because this is what they do. I mean, that's already two things. Now, this person's in the freaking drive-thru lane with their high beams on, right? That's retarded. That is retarded. But we're not going to get negative. We're going to shift gears. We're going to woosah. If anybody's seen anger management, we're going we're gonna to woosah. We're going to clear our mind. We're going to come back re-energized and try not to get triggered by any other brainiac out here. All right, so we're back. Coffee's still burning the throat, which is good. But um, today we were going to talk about appearances. And I'll, I'll just use this as a little segue to go into, you know, use this event that transpired only moments ago i'll use that to go into this thing about appearances and then kind of deviate from that because i'm still in that space i mean it's only been a couple seconds since i hit you know stop on the recorder but i'm back all right so like i said i reacted so quick when that, that lady that whole situation transpired right so i don't have any money went to my car boom sat in the car put my coffee up here that i didn't need put two cookies up there that i didn't need getting into the car which i'm glad i have sitting here so i'm out here really i guess spending extra money collateral money you're not collateral money just uh just this is un, unneeded money i mean because who's got money to buy a freaking 20 ounce coffee and and two cookies if they're freaking struggling right i mean you could buy it but is it a wise choice no but i'm out here i mean literally um uh, that's the thing that makes it bad because now you feel like the bad guy because you're out here trying to treat yourself you know, for working all week, you know, paying your bills, paying your rent, 
paying your lights, doing everything you need to do. Told you guys about the car situation. Just dropped, you know, $700 on that repair. Now I'm out here trying to treat myself with a nice little coffee, talk to my people on the podcast. Now you come up wanting change, and I say, no, now I'm the bad guy. See, that's the thing. That's the thing I don't like about that whole scene. They try to play on your emotions. You know, like a dog. You ever seen a dog and it whimpers? You know, <laughs> like if you're eating a freaking hamburger or a steak or something and it starts doing that whimpering thing, like it's a freaking mechanism built in and they just start whimpering and you're like, oh, the dog's hungry. So you you throw it a freaking, it gives you the sad eyes. A freaking dog gives you the sad eyes. Freak out of here. Like, where does it even learn that? Like, that so means it's built in. It's freaking built into the freaking animal. The sad eyes. But thing is, with humans, what do they do? They try to manipulate you, so they talk. I don't have anything to eat. All this stuff like this. And then they try to play on your emotions. What do you do? Reach in your pocket. Right? Give them a penny here. Give them a biscuit there. Just like a dog on the freaking street. Right? They're not dogs on the street, but it's the same behavior. You know? Think about that, though. A freaking dog gives you the sad eyes really where does that even come from if you've ever seen some of those viral videos on youtube which is crazy some of the dogs learn how to play people have you ever seen a dog limping they'll limp through the freaking town because they know when they do people will feel sorry for them and give them water and give them food then they get the food, put the leg down, eat the food, walk off. Or they'll act like their freaking back legs are broken. And they'll drag themselves around, but they can walk. I, t- I tell you, it's con artists, all shapes, sizes, and forms. All shapes, sizes, and forms. It's crazy. Everybody wants something sometimes, it seems. You know, it just makes you, it can put you in a place. But here's the thing. You got to remain humble. You got to remain humble. You don't, you can't help everybody. You can't save everybody. You help the ones you can. So if you have a moment when you're like, you know, you need the money for your own resources, you need the money for your own resources. You don't have to, you can't save everybody. You just can't. So, I mean, because if you say here, gave everybody that asked you for a dollar, you'd be broke. Everybody asked you for five minutes, you gave five minutes, you wouldn't have no time for yourself, right? So you do have to set those boundaries. So sometimes you just got to say, no, don't have it. Keep moving. Stay focused, right? You know? Going home back to your family, your husband, whatever. Somebody asking you, oh, telling you their little sob story. And the next thing you know, they get close enough to you, then they pull out something, right? And then you're in a situation. Then you don't get to go home, right? Because you were trying to be nice. That happens too. So it's not always, you know, that you're the bad guy, but they just leave you with that lingering thing. So where I thought about it, as I'm on my road to success, there will be many situations to where you're tested. Now, where this brings me back to is, I don't know if you read the Bible, if you're into those stories, but there's a few stories you hear or a story you've heard about where somebody posed as a beggar in the city, begging for money, begging for alms, begging for food, right? From the pharaohs and the the rich people or just whoever, right? And it wasn't a beggar. It was somebody posing as a beggar, testing someone, and they failed the test, right? So I often wonder when you see beggars and stuff out here, you know, 
is this is this is this a test? Is this a, is this a test? You know, like that lady, out of nowhere, poof, peers. Can you help me? And I said, no. Don't even let her finish what she's talking about. I'm gone. Was was that my test? <laughs> if it was, I just I just failed it miserably. Right? I can accept that. I hope to do better with the next one. But the thing is, you don't do it at night. I got my standards. I got my boundaries. I do that for safety. You know, I'm not going to put myself in a compromising situation, already in a compromising situation with just being out here. But I'm saying compromising situation, what? You just sit here, watch me, watch me spend money, and now you want to ask me for money? No. That's, no. You got to be street smart at some point. But you got to wonder, though. So it leaves you thinking, like, was that a test? You know, even though you know these people, some of them are just out here using drugs and, and doing what they do and just perpetuating the cycle that they're in. Is it still a test? Is it still a test? Like, it doesn't have to be some mythical person that just appears. I mean, this could just be a no good, no good for nothing person out here in the world causing trouble, wreaking havoc. And you could hate them. You could not stand them. Because they're a real person. You've known them since you've grown up. They could be six, you know, you could have known them for six years. So they're a real person, not just some freaking thing that just appeared, you know, testing you. You know, the bully in school. Test, you know. The bully freaking pushing you around. And then the one day he he's wearing some dirty underwear or something, you see it. Do you tell the whole school? So everybody laughs at him? Or do you say, hey, man, your, uh, your underwear is dirty. You know, you might want to pull your pants up. He say, oh, thanks, didn't know. You helping the bully now you know what i mean so you never know what the situation is so it's like you have to respond accordingly in all situations but like i said you know it's just it's crazy so the appearance aspect of it is everything what it seems no it's not we, we know we we know it's not everything is not as it seems everything is not as it seems there's a lot of things. I mean, this is definitely going way left, way left than where I was trying to go with it. But we're rolling. We're rolling. We got about a quarter cup of coffee left. We're rolling with it. Everything is not as it seems. You know, if you cut on the news, you look at the freaking, you know, the wars going on, the trouble going on, the grief, the poverty, this whole COVID, BS, the pandemic, schools, kids getting shot up with the wrong dose. You know, that's what they're talking about over here. Numbers going up, people dying. Oh, the famine, all this stuff in the world. It's the media, right? But everything's not as it seems. They run that stuff 24-7, right? So people just sit there and listen to it. They're like, ah. They just think the world is just going to heck in a handbasket, right? If you sit there and watch the news long enough, you'll start to believe that. You'll, you'll be afraid to go outside. I told you that, that guy, the senator of freaking North Carolina, when we were here, we had a little flooding action. Just a little bit of flooding action. This guy had us thinking we were on a freaking island. He had me feeling like Greenville was a freaking island. He was down there driving in the worst areas, the low ones with the lowest elevation that were flooded with a freaking school bus. He's on the school bus like, oh, it's so flooded, blah, blah, blah. You can't go out anywhere. I'm sitting here on the second floor apartment like, oh, my gosh, it's that bad out there? So I'm like, okay. I mean, I'm already landlocked, but... You know, so we can't leave the city? Like, is that much water out there? But I'm sitting there listening to him, and I'm like, nah, man. It's not that bad, because I can look out there, you know, drove up to the street, and I'm like, it's not that bad. I told my sister, I said, let's roll. 
Let's roll to Washington. We left Greenville. Now, smooth sailing, dry roads all day long. Dry roads all day, sun out, shining. I'm like, where the heck was this guy driving in when he's up to his freaking ears in water in the freaking school bus? Right? He was down on this little one street that had some flooding. I, I guess he was like, told the camera crew, hey, we're going to set up over here, boom, 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 and have people thinking they're going to freaking out. That's things like that. That's the reason I don't sit there and watch the news all day long. My mom watches the news, tells me a little bit about it. I'll get most of my news from social media or something, like if it's a it's a, a feed or a hit that's on like several different platforms, you know, or in the stock exchange when they're like, okay, breaking news, so-and-so just passed this bill or some new legislation or some FDA approval. Yeah, because it's, it's hitting the money. They're not going to play when it comes to the money. You know, I mean, you have manipulation in there with the money, but most of the time, the stuff that they're, they're airing out over there, you're not going to hear it on the freaking news. The, you know, the little local news. Might be on freaking MSNBC or somebody's freaking uh, stock stock market hour or whatever show they're on. But I don't watch any of those guys. You know. But like I just said, um, everything is not as it seems. Um, and sometimes, you know, you have to, you have to make a judgment call. You have to decide... What's the right course of action? What's the best course of action for you at that moment? And then you have to live with the consequences. And sometimes everybody doesn't always make the best choice. You know, somebody rolls up on you, pulls a knife on you, you pull a 45, you blow them away. Was it the best choice? Maybe. Maybe not. You're sitting here doing five years in prison for something that, you know, you could have possibly avoided, possibly circumvented. Maybe you didn't have to blow his head off. Maybe you could have just shot him in the leg. Maybe instead of pulling your gun, you could have just said, I don't want any trouble. Could have just gave him your wallet, gave him your car, gave him your keys, you know, could have ran. Would he have stabbed you? Maybe, but you blew him away. Now the cops are all over you and you're in jail doing time in prison. I mean, these are the things that can happen. It's a judgment call. You walk home. Talk about appearances still. You walk home, you go home, go in the door, your wife's in there, you hear noise. You think she's in there alone, you go upstairs, she's not. She's got a whole freaking party upstairs. You spaz out, call her this, call her that. Hit this person, throw that. And then she says, honey, it was a prank for YouTube. What? It was a prank for YouTube? You did this for the gram? You did this for the gram? And now you have ruined any opportunity for reconciliation. Potentially looking at jail time. See what I'm saying? So there's only seconds. There's only seconds to make that split second judgment. There's only seconds. Moments. You know, you got to decide something right then like there's no time when you're driving on the road you you're you're just reviewing so many scenarios as you spend hours as you clock hours on the road driving up and down the road you've seen idiots doing the dumbest stuff somebody speeds past you slows down cuts you off you smell the weed from blowing from their freaking cars they're not paying attention they're texting you've seen it all right it's your brain logs all this information so when you're on the road some idiot comes out pulls right in front of you, you already know 
Let me ease up off the gas. Get out of this lane. Let this dummy go on and do what they got to do. Because you've seen it too many times. You know, that's just a recipe for disaster. But you wouldn't know that unless you had seen it so many times. But then the thing is, in that split second, let's just say, in that split second, you said, well, he's he may be driving crazy, but I don't think he's going to do something stupid. And boom, there you are, slammed into a freaking flagpole, right? When you knew better. So, everything's not as it seems, though. Because sometimes everything can seem like it's all good, but it's not. You ever hear of the duck in the pond? You ever hear that? The duck in the pond. Picture this. Calm pond going on. You out there fishing. You walking by. You see the nice little swan, duck, all that good stuff. Just floating, looking as beautiful as it can. Glistening in the freaking sun. And it's just like, man, it's just floating on the freaking water, right? But if you look underwater, the freaking little flappers, the little feet are just kicking like crazy. Moving that little bird around. So you don't see what you see what it wants you to see because it can go underwater if it wants but when it's just up on top of the water just doing this little pruning this little priming a little grooming you're like oh look at the little cute bird just floating along under underwater it's free or his feet are a freaking turbine just pushing it propelling it through the freaking water like a motor right so a lot of times when you walk up on people and you think everything's going great oh this person's got it all together they got all the money all the success oh they're up to their neck and freaking debt but you can't see it all you see is the new Escalade, the new Range Rover, the new house, right? The new girlfriend, the three kids, the dog walking in the park. Oh, he's got it all together. She's got it all together. She's got a new boyfriend. She just got back from Spain. You know, she just took a trip to France. You know, she's got it all together, you know, or they got it all together. They're always doing this, building that, bought this, want that, thinking about this, cook that. Everything's not as it seems. You know, and then when you have those convergence moments of convergence, when everything kind of comes, comes together to a point, you have to make a decision. Most of the time it happens in seconds, but these seconds can last a lifetime. Girl, you meet at the party, guy, you meet at the party, you're at the party. He walks in, he's dancing. Mr. Smooth moves on the dance floor. You're intoxicated by the cologne. He takes you home. You guys do the the tango, right? You do the tango. Next thing you know, you wake up. Six months later, you're in the freaking doctor's office with your freaking chest, you know, falling off or something like that. Or if you're a guy, you go to the club, do the tango with a lady. And you wake up. Two days later. You go to the bathroom to take care of your business, and next thing you know, you're calling the freaking fire department because you didn't set the toilet on fire. You know what I'm saying? So, crazy. Well, she looked good. She looked like a dime. She looked like she stepped out of Vanity Vanity Magazine. You know, America's top model. All right. All right. But appearances aren't everything. Appearances aren't everything. But, like I said, uh, that lady threw me for a loop there at the uh, at the beginning of this 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 podcast, but I think we we managed to pull out some English along with to go along with our coffee. Uh, definitely some interesting vocab there. But if you've been rocking with me, you should understand everything I'm saying at this point. 
Send send me if you understand everything I'm saying at this point. Send me a message. Send me a message. Let's let's hop on the freaking WhatsApp or something and 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 chat it up for a minute or two. If you understand everything I'm saying, right? Due to this 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 podcast and everything that you're doing to learn English, send me a message. You know where the site is. Oh man, yeah, the coffee's getting cold. Well, I hope you all are having a safe one. Thanksgiving's next week over here. So I believe it's on, what, Thursday? It's always on Thursday. I don't know what that's about. But I'll still be recording that Saturday. So I hope you all have a good week, weekend. Until the next one, be easy.